Kadarius Tony. He was offside. He crossed the line. And you know what he didn't do? He didn't look to the ref to make sure that he was lined up properly. You and I have the opportunity to look to the sideline, so to speak, to make sure we're lined up properly. Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the crazy situation that took place in the Chiefs and Bills game on Sunday. A lot of fallout, a lot of conversation, a lot of emotion and passion on the Chiefs side, but there's a great parallel that hopefully will encourage all of us today. Uh, thanks to everybody watching or listening on YouTube, social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and all of our listeners on Spotify. Great to have you a part of it. Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, you can email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. Check out our website, unpackingit.com, and it is that time of year. You're thinking about year-end giving. Well, at least hopefully you are. Hopefully we're all doing that. I, I know Jody and I, my wife and I, we do that. Uh, usually we wait to the very last minute, but uh, hopefully you're more prepared than, than we are uh, to figure out, okay, where does God want us to give this year? Uh, but we encourage you to check out unpackingit.com slash donate and, and consider giving to our ministry. And here's what's, what's exciting. We're announcing this uh, right now. We have uh, a few donors that have stepped up and they're putting up a $25,000 matching gift. And so our goal for year end is $50,000 and $25,000 is, is being matched. And so we're counting on you uh, to, 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 to be a part of the, the match and, and help us get there uh, to our goal. And, and so really, really appreciate uh, all of your support this year. Uh, many of you that listen to this show are, are monthly donors or have already donated this year. We thank you. Uh, and those of you that are considering uh, making a donation here at the end of the year, uh, really, really appreciate it. And so, uh, yeah, excited about the match and excited for you to be a part of it. Uh, you can check out unpackingit.com slash donate. Also, want to thank our sponsor who, who supported the, the show all year, Sugar Creek Coffee, sugarcreekcoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. And I got an email uh, yesterday, I think. They have a coffee blend sample box so just in time for christmas they they've released released a a perfect gift for your friends and family who love coffee as much as as we do as much as sugar creek does and and so their sample gift box features a full 12 ounce bag holiday blend plus your choice of two six ounce bags of their light medium or dark roasted specialty blends so, uh, so really cool. So a good sample box and a uh, nice way to, uh, to gift your friends and family and uh, support Sugar Creek, support us, and uh, awesome, awesome opportunity. So enjoy. There you go. 
All right, so we uh, we got to talk some uh, some NFL today, and it's specifically this, this Chiefs Bills game. So let's say hello to Luke Heaton and and Luke. Uh, we're not talking about your Cowboys today. I know you're loving life. Beat beat the Eagles. So uh, that's been the theme this year. You're loving life. I'm uh, questioning everything here in Carolina <laughs> uh, about my Panthers. But uh, but now Bills fans who jumped off the bandwagon. Now, I know they're diehard loyal fans, and I'm not saying that, but they've they've jumped off the bandwagon for this season. Mm-hmm. They seem to be crawling back on after this big win uh, against the Chiefs. So we'll see if the the Bills can end up making it to the playoffs. Uh, but what was your big takeaway from Week 14 in the in the NFL? You know, there was some uh, some fantasy implications for me certainly that uh, that I reflect on. Um, Obviously, the Cowboys win was nice. I think my biggest takeaway and reflection from the weekend is that you got to love being in the AFC. If you're in the NFC and you're not the Cowboys, Niners, or Eagles, not the year for you. It's (laughs) it's bleak. It's gloomy. If you're in the AFC, you know the AFC still technically runs through Kansas City, but a weak Kansas City. It's Mm -hmm. wide open. Because even Wide Baltimore open. has questions. I think they're the one seed now. Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence down. Kansas City's weak. Buffalo is very inconsistent. The AFC is absolutely wide open. Miami ha- hasn't really beat great teams. They've kind of dominated bad teams. So, And then lose yeah, on Monday night. Yes. <laughs> very concerning loss. But if you're, yeah, if, if you're in the AFC, you're loving life because... I mean, there's five or six teams that could make a Super Bowl run realistically. It's going to be wild come playoff time. It is hard to fully pick against the Chiefs because I I still feel like, man, they can turn it on. They can turn it on. Everything will click again. But as we'll talk about today, the concern at the wide receiver position is very clear. I mean, anybody that watches, we realize, ooh, do they have enough weapons? And in today's NFL, you got to have multiple weapons. Yeah. That's why the 49ers are the best team in football. They've mm-hmm. got weapons all over the field, all yeah. over. And and so, I mean, even, even their backup running back got in the end zone, Jordan Mason. Yeah. So it doesn't, they've got to figure it out. And when, and when the Dolphins are healthy, tons of weapons, right? When mm-hmm. they're rocking and rolling, tons of weapons. The Eagles, multiple weapons. They can beat you multiple ways. Yep. Your Cowboys now with Brandon Cooks stepping up and Ferguson yep. and totally. even Dowdle, the backup running back. You got to have multiple weapons. And, and the Chiefs, Pacheco's out, banged up. You know, Rasheed Rice is nice. But after that, and of course, Kelsey, it's just, it's very bleak. I know. So, uh, anyway, it, that's, that's, it the is issue hard for, though because for them. come playoff time, Andy Reid game plan, Mahomes playoff football. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, but once it's the playoffs, could they turn it around? But now it's, it's weeks we've been saying, okay, when are they going to turn it around? When are they going to turn it around? And I don't know if it's fair to expect Mahomes to do what he did last year. Carry a team with limited weapons to the to the Super Bowl. Yeah. On a hurt ankle. Oof. And it's Kelsey's a little older. I think it's safe to say there are potentially some off the field distractions <laughs> with Kelsey. Um but the the Chiefs aren't the same. But if they figure it out, they've got a great defense too. So Offensively, if Kansas City figures it out, dangerous. But yeah, we've been waiting for a while now, and it just doesn't seem to be happening. 
I know it's almost like they got to run the ball even more, but I, I don't know if that's really the answer either. It's, it's interesting. It, it really is. And so let's talk about though, this specific game. And of course the specific play, because I think there's a, there's an important parallel for our own lives and our faith journey uh, that, that we'll get into in just a little bit. But as everybody has seen by now, you know, the, the, the offside play for Kadarius Tony and really what everybody I think is most bummed about, like in the moment, it was like, you got to be kidding me. How can you call a, a penalty on that play? Like, that was so cool. We yeah. love trick plays. We love that the Chiefs are willing to do this. The Dolphins yeah. do it. You know, the 49ers, a lot of these, these high-octane offenses, as we like to call them, the, the trick plays are fun. It reminds mm-hmm. us of playing in the backyard. It reminds us of, you know, our, our playing Madden, whatever. Yeah. It's fun to see. And so that's what this play was. Kelsey to Tony, Tony to the end zone, touchdown. Whoa, whoa, whoa time. we got a flag on the play, flag on the play. And of course he was offside. <laughs> and, and, and it was evident, it was clear, and it was just a huge bummer for everybody involved. Oh. You don't want the game to end that way. You understand the frustration from Mahomes and, and everybody else, Andy Reid even, you know, disappointed, of course. Their behavior, though, I've heard some, some people question it and criticize it, and it's fair. Like, that was not a good look for the Chiefs. Hmm. The Super Bowl champs acting like a bunch of babies, not yeah. good. Not good at all. So there, there was a lot that took place on that play, and some of that was very revealing uh, for some of these guys, too. Yeah, it was – my emotions watching that play was a roller coaster because I'm thinking, gosh, I don't know how Kansas City is going to go score here. Because, again, the the limited weapons. And then it's a deep ball over the middle to Kelsey. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. And then out of nowhere, I see him raising his arm to throw it. I'm like, wait, what is happening to Tony, who's wide open to the end zone? Flag on the play. I'm like, no. Is it holding? What is it? I hear the ref say, offsides. I'm like, yes, it's on the defense. And then he goes, on Tony, like, wait, what? I don't think I've ever seen an offsides call on the offense. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I have, but I'm just so used to when I hear offsides. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to hear who on who on the defense committed that penalty. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? And then you know, with Romo and Nance, you know, Romo's like, another game, the receivers lose it. I mean, Romo's being very frank. I mean, as a former quarterback, he's probably. <laughs> hurting for Mahomes another week where the the receivers make a boneheaded error and lose the game but I agree with you the end of the game antics from the Chiefs ugly yeah and Mahomes acknowledged that yeah it wasn't right for him to sort of respond that way to Josh Allen during the handshake and you know, oh, the worst call ever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the spot. Like, it was Josh Allen. He wasn't even on the field. It had nothing <laughs> to do with yeah. that. Maybe save that um, for a text or a phone call later. Yeah, but. yeah. That was – so that was – and, and I, the other part of it is, like, on, on Thanksgiving, I was with my nine-year-old uh, nephew, and he's not a Panthers fan. He's a Chiefs fan because he's becoming you know, aware of the NFL at the age of nine. Yeah. So who's his favorite team? The Chiefs. Yeah. Who's his favorite player? You know, Mahomes, Kelsey, whoever. And and to watch those guys, mainly Mahomes, act like that, that was that was such a bad look. And yeah. so he's got to be held accountable to that. If you're going to be the face of the NFL, and not that, you know, my nephew, his dad is his role model. I'm a role model. 
It's not that, yeah. that Mahomes has to be this role model, but still don't, you know, uh, anyway, I just gotta, I gotta be very clear about that. You know, yeah. these guys that we love rooting for and all that, come on. I know it's an emotional, uh, it's, it, but you gotta continue to mature and develop as that face of the franchise face of the league, that kind of thing. But that's not the, that's not the main story today. <laughs> um, but, but I think that's important. And I think, I think he gets it. I do. I do. I, I think he's yeah. a pretty level-headed guy, but in that moment, um, that was tough. But anyway, back to the 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 offside or offsides. I mean, that's the other that's the other big debate in this. I mean, what what in the world? Like, is it offside with no S or offsides with an S? So yesterday, I wrote the devotional about this topic that we were discussing today. I researched. I, I saw some people say offside. Some people say offsides. The ref usually offside. They they'll say it, but then. The uh, I don't know which one it was. One of these uh, TV refs called it offsides. Oh, very confusing for me. <laughs> so I know it's a minor thing, but it's well. Just this episode, I've definitely been a proponent of the S, and you've been no S. So I, I'm I'm more comfortable with the S. Okay, but I do feel like it's proper to say offside. So you're a purist. I guess I just was trying to be correct with it. You know what? Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. We're going off sides. We're going off sides yeah, on this on this show. We're going S today. Because you know what's annoying is people in the academia world uh, like to use the word sport instead of sports. Oh, that's... Oh, and it wears me out. We should oh, banish that. Oh, it wears me out. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As we discussed sport today... He's a, he's a, leader, in, a leader in sport. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, no. So... We're on the same page there. We'll go with offsides. We're talking sports, and we're talking offsides today. Yeah. All right. (laughs) But here, here's the the big takeaway as we as we look at this. And I was I was actually watching this game in the corner of my eye because I was playing Sorry, the game Sorry with my two year old. That game holds up. Great game with my four year old, Uh, Maddie. Um, Great game. Very competitive. I was into it. But but I all of a sudden it's like wait 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 he's he's offsides. And here's the the deal. Tony didn't look to the sideline to make sure that he was lined up properly. And so, sorry, Chiefs. Sorry, Tony. As I was saying to Maddie, um, <laughs> you, you weren't lined up. And you had the opportunity, like every wide receiver does, you look to the side. We talked before the show. Even in my little little plane, I played three oh, games yeah. in my life of NFL. Or of NFL. <laughs> I played in the NFL for three games yeah. um, in peewee football. You look to the sideline and you know, hey, am I am I am I off the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage? Am I good? Yeah. Even playing backyard football where there's obviously no refs, <laughs> when you send a receiver out, because I, I would normally play quarterback, but I'm when I'm running routes, I'm fake pointing to the sideline. That's just like a cool thing. That's part of the game. That's right. Even if there's no ref you're looking at, you're pointing to the sideline. So that was the big miss. It, not only did he, you know, he was not lined up properly. He was offsides, but he didn't look to the ref to make sure, hey, am I good? Am I where I need to be? Am I in the right spot? Am I positioned properly? However you want to word it, that needed to happen, and that did not happen. And so uh, that's why the call was made. You know, it, you got to be behind the, the, the ball. Um, and here's what the, the ref, Carl Sheffers, said. What a name that is, Carl Sheffers. Um <laughs> Cheffers or Sheffers? Uh, Man, a lot of things we're not sure how to pronounce today. Yeah, this is a tough one. Gosh. <laughs> so this is what he said following the game. Yes, ultimately, if they looked for alignment advice, 
certainly we are going to give it to them. And so that's what it came down to. And the ref would have said, hey, you're crossing the line. Get lined up properly. And so here's how this relates to our own lives. And it's an important you know, thing for us to consider and figure out where we're at, uh, especially you know, just a lot of the decisions that we, that we have all the time is are we looking to the sidelines, so to speak, and asking God and looking in his word to say, am I lined up properly? Am I in alignment with you? Am, am I, am I in, in the proper position? Am I you know, uh, aligned with your will? And, and before we, we make decisions, before we you know, run down the field, so to speak, do, do we actually go to God and say, hey, what, am I am I thinking right here? Am I am I am I in the wrong? Am I am I off here? Am I am I you know lined up wrong? Am I am I crossing the line? And and so are we just you know blindly running down the field and we're not looking to the sideline and come to find out we're actually off sides. And and we're, we're we might you know do great things in life, but if we're off sides, like those things end up they just don't matter. Like they're, mm-hmm. they'll get called back. They'll 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 not, they won't stand for long, right? When, when we cross the line and eventually all of that is, is uncovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, you know, the, the questions for us to consider today, do we actually desire to be aligned with God's will? And, and, and will we look to him to make sure that, that we're lined up properly? And so here's, here's the key verses for, for us to focus on. And I'll let Ju- Luke uh, Juke jump in today i got the christmas i got the i'm struggling today i got christmas on the mind few days you know few days left of the of the of the year here we go just have kenny g power you through man let's go all right ephesians 5 15 through 17 this is the amplified version therefore see that you walk carefully living life with honor purpose and courage shunning those who tolerate and enable evil not as the unwise but as wise sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making the very most of your time on earth, recognize and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Let me read that last part again. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. And so just like the, the, the ref was willing to give alignment advice, if we turn and look to God, he's willing to give us alignment advice. And, and so he's going to show us his will. He's going to show us, hey, he, here's what my word says. He, here's how you're supposed to live. Here's, here's how you live wisely, not foolishly, mm-hmm. wisely. We got to look to him. We got to know. We, we're not going to know his will. We're not going to know what obedience looks like if we don't know his word. If we're just, you know, aimlessly going around, thoughtlessly going around, lining up off sides without even being aware of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the, 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 the silliest thing for Tony. He's yeah. clueless. You're off sides, man. Look <laughs> at the ball. And so for us, are we, is that how we're living our lives or are we aligning ourselves with God? And we're looking, am I lined up right? Okay. You want me to go, you want me to act this way, do this? Go this direction. You're leading. You're guiding. This is your pan, your your path, your plan. I want to be. I want to be on that that path. Mm-hmm. Um. So, all right, there you go. Jump in. <laughs> Love it. Now, this is. I, I, I want to go back to what you said earlier about 
it was a really cool play. I think this relates to our own lives in that, you know, the Kelsey to Tony lateral touchdown, awesome play. But ultimately, it doesn't count. It doesn't matter because you got called back. And for us in life, if we're not in step with obedience to God, God's desires for us, where he's leading us, the things we may accomplish, especially great things in regards to how the world, what the world sees, sees as great, those things don't matter. They get called back. There's no eternal impact. They're fruitless. There's no long-term value. And that's those, all the things we may accomplish. And people may tell us, that's an awesome thing. That was so great what you did. But if it's not in step with obedience to God, it's not out of the wisdom of God that he gives us. It's not in love for God and service to him, submission to him. If it's out of our own strength, our own sinful desires, even our own ignorant desires, we may think this is a good thing, but we really haven't actually compared it with what God's word says or what God says. The things we'll do, they don't matter. They'll get called back just like that amazing play, Kelsey to Tony. Doesn't mean it was a great play, but it doesn't count because it wasn't in step with with the rules and regulations of how the game should be played. Tony had to start onside. And the same thing for us. We need to be in step with how God says things ought to be. Mm. And if we're not, the things we do, they're not going to count for anything. They're, they end up being purposeless. Absolutely. And I love your phrasing of in step. And it reminds me of a book I read, gosh, I think it was in college, in step, I think it was called in step by Charles Stanley. A really, really good, good book, impactful for me at that time in my life. I need to read it again because it was a good one. Um, but I think that that goes along with this. So, so what does it mean to be in step? What does it mean to be aligned properly? And it really is, you know, we use the, the phrasing heart posture. Like, what is our heart posture? What is our, our you know, how are we, where are our eyes fixed, right? Where, where, where are we, where's our focus? You know, where, where are we uh, centering our, our lives around? Or who are we centering our lives around? What are we centering our lives around? And, and so, you know, you, you, you hear that word alignment and you think of a car. If you're, if you're off, if, if your car is off, you, you're not going straight. You're not, going, you're not maximizing the, the way the car is supposed to operate. And so when we're not aligned with God and his word and we're kind of doing our own thing, we're not really paying attention, we're, we're not looking to the sideline for, for help or direction, and we don't know God's word, we don't know what it what it actually looks like to be lined up properly then we we get off uh, offline and and so we start going the wrong direction we're not really thriving the way that that we can when we're in step with him when when our heart is aligned with him that our greatest desires are what he desires mm-hmm. and so you know you, you you hear the verse god gives you the desires of your heart well that happens when we're aligned when we delight in him when our greatest passion is him and so I want to do your will. I want, I, want to, I want to desire you above all else. Well, now all of a sudden we're in step. We're, we're, we're moving forward. We're, we're, we're aligned. And, and things start happening. And, and wow, we're, we're experiencing obedience. And, and we're, we're sensing his presence in our lives. And, and then the, the exciting plays that happen, we're, he's right there with us. And it's mm-hmm. happening because of him. It's happening 
for his glory and and we're experiencing you know the the victory the the victorious life in him yeah but it starts by lining up properly mm-hmm. it, every day am i lined up with him and my desire my my mind my heart it's it's lined up all right god i want to do your will today i want to be obedient i want to be faithful to you am i am i good am i where am i off am i oh i need it okay i'm crossing the line here in this area of my life let me st- let me step back and make sure that i'm 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 lined up properly mm-hmm. and so is that our yeah. approach and i i think another key point here is one certainly one aspect of this conversation is many of us are actively disobeying god mm. rejecting what we know he has revealed to us about his will and in his word but i think for for many of us as well and this can we we're kind of unaware of this and that's where the danger comes in i I, tony didn't try to line up offsides on purpose what his goal was not to i want to break the rules here so that this play we're about to do gets called back Mm. no he was caught up in he forgot that he had the ref on the sideline to help him Mm. just like that quote you read the ref said yeah they asked for assistance. We're going to give it to them. That's right. And we've seen that at every level of football, middle school, high school, college, NFL. You point to the ref, they're going to tell you if you're aligned. They're going to help you. But Tony got caught up in forgetting he had that resource, and he's just kind of operating in his own world, of in his own strength. He's occupied with what he wants to do. What he's I'm going to for- do on this play. Yes. That is our lives often. We're just operating in our own wisdom, our own strength. We're caught up in what we want to do, and we forget we have God as our resource. The book of James is clear. He desires to give us wisdom. That's right. And Scripture is very clear that when we're not receiving the wisdom of God, we're not going to really accomplish anything because our own wisdom fails us all the time. But we forget, especially when we're stressed, we don't know which direction to go, Things aren't happening for us, uh, whether we're continuing to be stuck in sin, a bad habit, uh, we're seeking breakthrough in certain relationships or at work, whatever it may be. We forget this resource we have in God who desires to give us wisdom. And ultimately, he's not just a resource. He is God in control. But for the sake of the, the parallel, he is on the sideline waiting for us to look to him. Am I in alignment or not? But many times we don't even check. And we just keep going our own way. Absolutely. And we also, especially the, you know, new believers and people just starting to, to, to read God's word and, and, and follow Jesus, they actually don't even know certain things that are actually disobedient. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, you have to grow in, in wisdom and understanding of right and wrong and, and obedience, disobedience. And, and as you grow in your faith, and and I know for me, you just continue to be convicted of you know, more more sin and, and layers of of sin that that we have in in our lives. And and so, unless we're looking to God's word, we're not going to have the full understanding, or we're, we're not tapping into. Okay, wait, am I crossing the line? Oh, wow. Well, God's word explains this. Yeah, this is crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Um. And and it's so so. There's just so many things that we we encounter in life and, and interactions with other people, 
and how, you know, how, what our perspective is on, on every aspect of life. But the more yeah. we, and this is always the message of this podcast. We got to get in God's word. We got to yeah. know God's word. We believe in the Bible. We believe that it's, it, it is living and breathing and it, it, it empowers us. It helps us. It, it, it can, the Holy spirit uses it to convict us mm-hmm. um, all of those things, but we've got to look to the Bible, look to the sideline, look to God and his word uh, to know totally. whether or not we're crossing the line. Yeah, absolutely. Cause again, and anytime related to what you're just saying, anytime I've been a part of conversations or heard people talk about the importance of having accountability in your life, it always comes back to, yeah, if you don't have people in your life holding you accountable for things, you're not aware of your blind spots because we all have them. Mm. And that's 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 what happened with Tony, he did not realize this blind spot he had of I'm lined up off sides. He didn't look to anyone. He didn't look to the ref to say, you know what? Maybe he'll notice because I certainly am not aware of that I'm lined up off sides. In our own lives, that primarily that's what God's word and the Holy Spirit does is the Holy Spirit, he convicts us of sin and God's word makes us aware of, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that. I've been right. doing this. I've been yeah. thinking this way. And it's it's revealed to us, and then by God's grace, we we make changes. But also with with people in our life, having people in our life that know God's word, that are followers of Jesus, that know us and can make us aware of blind spots. I mean, good. Madeline and I are part of like a marriage mentorship group we do with a older couple. Uh, they probably wouldn't like to be called older, middle aged couple in our <laughs> in our church. Um, but there's plenty of things I've learned about mindsets I've had in marriage or things that I've been doing that like, oh, I didn't even realize I was thinking mm. that way or doing those things. It, it was a blind spot, but I had them in my life who were feeding me God's word and their experiences that made me aware of that. They, I was looking to the sideline for them or else I would have had no idea. And that, that's just a, a reminder for us today to, through God's word, the Holy Spirit and God's people in your life, that's your sideline you're looking to, or else you're not going to know your offsides. That's right. And, and also, are we aligning ourselves more so with how the world thinks and behaves, or are we aligning with God's word and how he commands us to live and how he set it up? He's the designer of life. So are we going to, are we going to be aligned with him? Um, you know, go back to the car maker. Like, do you want your car to be aligned with how the car was designed to be made? Or, or do you want to be just aligned with all the bumps and, and the way that the roads take you here and there um, and mess you up? And I got more potholes around here. I don't even get me started with the potholes. So is that what we're gonna is that how we're living our lives? We're just kind of bouncing around and whatever the world says, and we're just sort of, man, we look, we look pretty good with the world. We're lined right up. We think just like the world, just like the world tells us to do it. Mm-hmm. Or are we are we lining ourselves up with the, the the word of God and 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 remaining connected in step, pursuing Him? Our greatest desire is Him, and and we, man, I desire to be aligned with You. And so, if we want to be aligned with Him, we got to look to Him. And so, here's what it says: a couple more verses to uh, to wrap this up. Psalm one forty three ten, teach me to do Your will, for You are my God. May Your gracious Spirit lead me forward on firm footing. 
So that's good. Write that down. Psalm 143.10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. And then um, also uh, Psalm 119.133. Guide my steps by your word so I will not be overcome by evil. Guide my steps by your word so I will not be overcome by evil. So, so there you go. That, that's what we can cling to. A um, couple good verses, easy to easy to, to think about and memorize. And um, so, yeah, we don't want to cross the line. We don't want to be overcome by evil. We don't want to be called for offsides. We want to be lined up properly. Go score yep. some touchdowns. Live in victory. And and so uh, and continue to to keep our eyes fixed on him. So, any final word? Just yeah, we're as the to drive it home again. We can have confidence to line up properly because we know that God desires to give us wisdom to make it clear um, and the clarity and what he wants for us in our life, where he wants us to go, ultimately what it means to be faithful, to be obedient. He's given us his word, the Holy Spirit. He's, he's waiting. He's, he's ready to tell us if we're offsides or not. So I think just some people, and myself included, I've had times where I can lack confidence in will God really let me know? Is he really going to make it clear if I'm offsides or not? The answer is he always does because he desires to conform us into the image of his son, to make us more like Christ, to lead us into obedience, to faithfulness, and to fellowship with him. So we can trust that. We, we know that when we look to the sideline, we're always going to see him there mm-hmm. rather than playing backyard football with our buddies and we look to the sideline there's no ref there that's right god's always going to be there to tell us if we're offside or not it's good i love it all right well great stuff from luke appreciate you uh our next episode is the christmas special that's right we do it every year it's a blast we will goof around talk christmas all the different elements of the christmas season we'll give you some of our takes uh, on favorite Christmas movies. We'll have some fun. We'll have a spiritual encouragement as well. Don't worry. Um, and so uh, I think I think we'll talk uh, we're gonna talk about speed, I think. I think that's what we're going to do. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll drop that episode uh, next week. So look out for that. And uh, thank you for everybody listening today. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected and through faith. I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans, follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Podcast.